The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So now we continue now with the fourth talk on mindfulness of thinking. And thinking is an important part of being a human being. And it's best not to be in an antagonistic relationship. Though it's, I know that for many people, their thinking is often a challenge. Uh, get pulled into thoughts which would you'd rather not have. And... Um, <clears throat> And what keeps thoughts going is the interest that something in our system has for them. The attachments to certain things, the uh, 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 resistance or the being bothered by things. We're in a relationship with our thoughts that is feeding them, is keeping them going. And one of the things we can learn in meditation is if we, if we are aware of them directly, fully, but we're not feeding them, sometimes they go away really quickly. And some people get confused in meditation when they do mindfulness, how quickly their thoughts will disappear if they just note them and see them and recognize them. And it's because when, with the full, with the, when the attention itself is not reactive, then we're not in a relationship that's actively giving the food of attention to the thoughts. And so this is where even if we have, uh, if we really dislike our thoughts and really troubled by them, don't want to be involved in them, all that attention of not wanting and being aversive to them, that is actually fueling the thoughts more. It's like giving it more attention to continue. Or maybe not the particular content of the thoughts, but the, the tendency of thinking is just getting reinforced. And so sooner or later, it's very valuable to learn the art of not being bothered by your thoughts, not being troubled by even the most, you know, ugly thoughts a person can have. Just, just step back and know it from a place that's not entangled or caught in it. And for some people, that equanimity, that disengagement from thoughts while we see them, is supported by a simple mental noting and uh, a labeling. And some people will only use this technique of labeling for their thinking because it really helps them to step away and acknowledge and not be entangled in it. But to do that, you have to have some sense to discover what it's like to know without being attached, without leaning into or pulling away or being reactive to it. And one, way, one thing that supports that is uh, to listen to, if you're using a word in the mind, of like your voice says, thinking or remembering or planning, um, is to listen to how that is being said in the mind. And it might be that you're not so uh, equanimous about it after all by the tone of the voice or the strength by which you're saying it. Some way or other, maybe if you um, don't, you know, if you don't like it, uh, maybe you're aversive to it, the, the inner voice might, might say, you know, you know, 
planning, you know, like there's a little bit of, you know, aversion in the voice. Or if you're having some wonderful fantasy and you really enjoy it, maybe the mental note has, the, the way you say it has a sense of indulging or, or, or um, uh, enjoying. Like so you might say, oh, fantasy, oh, that's so good. Kind of more like that. And you can find, you know, the relationship we have and find out how to know without being in an active relationship with it. Just letting it be, just seeing it for what it is. Of course, this is not always easy. and um, But you could always be mindfulness, even when you're not doing it this kind of way. If you're be- being mindful, you simply recognize how it actually is. So one of the little phrases, another thought, label, that can be helpful for some of us sometimes, is actually to say, um, this is how it is now. Whatever is happening, recognize, oh, this is how it is now. It's just this for how it is now. Um, and whatever it might be, if you're distracted, if you're caught up in your thoughts, if you're spinning, if you're reactive, oh, so this is how it is now. And this movement, this is how it is now, is kind of meant to be kind of a movement of kind of relaxing, stepping back, opening up, acknowledging, oh, without, this is how it is, without being for or against it, just honest recognition. So we can always do, oh, so this is how it is now. And hopefully with that kind of understanding, it protects us a little bit from the idea that uh, meditation is not going well, we're failing. The very moment you just recognize how it actually is for you, and one of the great labels that I've used for myself, when it just everything was so complicated, is I say, "Oh, this is chaos, chaos right now," and um, and and that just hold, that creates this great big kind of space for just the whole catastrophe, but with a mindful way, chaos. And then as I stay present for that. Then it kind of, I get closer, I see, oh, there's a lot of churning in the chest. There's a lot of fast thoughts. And then it's coming closer into knowing something a little more particular. And um, so this, uh, so as we do this with thinking, oh, this is planning, this is fantasy. Okay. And then there's space to get see it better. And one of the things that we can see is uh, the glue that between us and the thinking, the pull, the gravitational pull, the stickiness that's there. And that's valuable to know too. Look, those thoughts are sticky or I'm sticky with it, I'm attached to it, I'm leaning into them. There seems to be a very strong bond between the, the thoughts and me, the thoughts and the mind. No wonder I can't let go because I can feel. So it isn't just kind of idea of knowing you're attached, but feeling the sensations of stickiness or strong magnetic pull or, or um, even the sense of, that, oh, we're really like stuck together here now. And so rather than being upset with that, again, never upset, just, oh, look at that, this is stickiness, this is the glue that keeps the, the thoughts going. And so you now you're seeing a different part of the experience. Oh, this is how it is, this is how it is. So, 
I want to repeat what I said in the beginning of the guided meditation for those of you who might not hear that. Um, All the instructions we give in mindfulness meditation might seem like a lot to remember, a lot to do, and very complicated. It's meant to be simple. And uh, what I'm trying to do in this series of instructions is to describe the territory that you'll, of your inner experience, so you, you know how to recognize it, that it's there, what's happening, and know how to, how to be mindful of what you're recognizing, of what's happening, so that it's not just one big, buzzing, confused kind of sense of suffering or challenge. You start seeing that, oh, in fact, there's different parts of it. And I'd like to propose the simile of a park, that uh, you know, maybe you can approach your inner life as a nature park, a natural preserve, or something. Which, in some ways, we are, and um, and that you've never been in this park before, and a nature guide brings you in for the first time and takes you around and shows you all the parts of the park, the paths, the the groves of trees, the ponds, the whatever it is. It shows you around, and it turns out that. Uh, you know, you don't exactly remember everything in the moment, but when you go in by yourself, you go, oh yeah, this is where I'm done now. I'm by the pond, or this is by the grove, this is by the meadow, and this is, you know, where the path goes. Or, And, you know, you feel confident you know the way out um, because you, you've been told all the pieces of it. So that's a little bit what I'm trying to do here is to show you the territory of your inner park as you end up in it. And then you learn to, when you come to the different places, you recognize, oh, this is how it is now. This is how it is here. And, um, and as this recognition, this opening, this centering on the experience, maybe there can be something inside of you can relax. Something is seen, something is known, something is not struggled with. It's, it's just recognized instead of struggle. Ah, oh, this is fear. Ah, this is my my irritation. Ah, this this is how it is now. Naming it, seeing it. I see you. So the same thing with thinking. And thinking is a made up of many component parts. It's like a whole part of the park that is different paths, different pieces that come together to make the whole. And so at different times now you might notice. Uh, these are thoughts, I'm thinking in words. These are images, I'm thinking in images. This is um, fast thoughts, this is slow thoughts, this is active thoughts. And now my thoughts seem angry, now they're quiet and calm, now they're harsh, now they're, now they're this way. Now they're connected to grief, now they're connected to enthusiasm and wonderful anticipation. and. And this is what the emotion is like. And this is where the source I'm thinking. So this is not analysis or thinking or searching to understand, but it's just over time, as you get more and more familiar with the inner park, you can acknowledge, oh, this is what's happening now. Now I see the component parts. This is what's happening. And, um, and finally, as a way of not making it complicated, kind of a protection from that, uh, I, off, I suggest that people use breathing as a default. Just come back to the breathing. 
And if you spend some time recognizing thinking, the parts of thinking, you might kind of use the the ref, the, the standard of about uh, the three breath journey with everything. For about three breaths, recognize your thinking. Maybe note thinking, and then open to it and be present and breathe with the experience of thinking for three breaths, and then begin in the breathing. Or if the breath feels like there's a lot of tension in the body, notice, oh, tension, and just be with that for three breaths, and then back to the breathing for however long it works, so that you don't get pulled into or entangled in relationship with what you know. And it's very easy to get caught in that entanglement with things without knowing you are. And so just like a short time, three breaths and then back to the breathing. So everything is respected carefully and well, but you don't have to spend a lot of time with it. You might come back to your breathing for a while, three breaths, and then you might, the the way you're thinking might still be prominent, so you might know it again. And then back to breathing. That calm going back to the breathing, centering, and then maybe going back to your thoughts, thinking, this is how it is. So, um, so as you go through your day today, and you notice that you're thinking, which I hope you do now, you're a little more familiar with the territory and the way, experiment you, again with uh, how simply you can know your thinking. And as you know it, what is your relationship to it? Is it simple? Or are you in fact leaning into it or bothered by it? And if you are, just say, oh, this is how it is now. So thank you very much. And so we have one day um, more to do thinking.